Hello and welcome to the Real Food Whole Health Podcast, where it's all about real food and holistic living in the real world. With your host, nutritional therapist, Amy Love. And please note our disclaimer, all information and content in this podcast is for general information only and not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Hello, and thanks for joining us on the Real Food Whole Health Podcast. Today, we're visiting with Genevieve from Mama Natural. Genevieve, thanks so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me, Amy. I'm looking forward to this talk. So you guys have been, like, doing lots of cool stuff lately. You've got a lot of new things going on in your life. Yes, we do. We moved. That was our big thing. Well, first, we launched our birth course, so that was super Uh exciting. That was like a labor of love. And it's just a natural birth course for mamas. And so we did that in July, and then we moved in August. And we moved to Florida, and it was like, you know, moving into the hottest place on the planet, I think. It was really a shock. (laughs) From Chicago, right? Exactly, from Chicago. I was like, oh, my gosh. And the humidity was like, you know, 75%. I'm not used to those levels. So there was definitely some moments where I'm like, what have we done? Um, yeah. And then just adjusting everything like that. But it only took, you know, it's amazing how the body can get adapted so quickly because after a couple, I would say about a week or so, I felt like, okay, you know, I can deal with this and getting down by the water really helps. Um, mm. So, yeah, there's a lot of, lot of new stuff, but uh, it's all good. How's it been, like, settling in, not just, you know, weather-wise, but, like, I know for us real foodies, like, it's kind of a big deal to move. And, like, you know, we got to find new suppliers of all of our grass-fed meats. Yeah. Yeah. How's that been? That has been definitely a challenge. Um, But luckily, I found my little connections pretty early. Um, There is a farmer's market, but it's not a farmer's market like you would think. I think a lot of times, you know, you think of all this vegetation and fruits and veggies. And and right now, at least when we moved here in August, it wasn't um, very abundant because it was so hot. So Mm. they have a lot of – but they did have a dairy farmer. So it's a raw milk um, dairy farmer. Um, He's pretty good. I did find another one that's a little bit better. So me and this woman are going to work together to kind of do, you know, alternate shifts because it's kind of – it's about an hour drive to go pick up the stuff. Uh-huh. Um, but they do butter and cream and milks and, you know, I like, oh, awesome. I also love goat milk. So we have that going on. Um, and then there's a woman who is absolutely fabulous. Um, the farm is called Twin Oaks and they sell, um, beautiful soy free eggs that have such great orange yolks. Um, so she's, she's very close to me so I can get those eggs at any time. And then, uh, what else? Um, you know, the fish actually where we are, I'm literally like, 10 minutes away, not even that, maybe five minutes away from this fish shop that, um, what's that guy, Emerald Agassi, you know that <laughs> chef? Um, yeah, we were just at his restaurant in New Orleans. There you go. So he <laughs> actually, that's his favorite place to go. So it just oh, turns cool. out it's the closest fish market from us, and we get the most amazing Gulf shrimp. Um, they're oh, called wow. reds, and they literally, you cook them for just a few minutes, and they taste like lobster. It's insane. Wow. So we get those. They have scallops. They've got, you know, crab, clams. I mean, anything you can possibly imagine. Um, and it's all, everything in that shop is local, is, um, you know, wild caught. And the only thing that they actually fly in is some salmon. So it's, wow. it's awesome because it's like my one-stop shop. I mean, I prefer that actually over Whole Foods because it's so fresh. It's so local. Yeah. And um, it's, you know, it's wonderful. So that's been really phenomenal. So it's just a different shift. Instead of eating, I think back in Chicago, I relied more on, you know, chicken roasts 
and beef and, you know, just more of that kind of thing. Here it's more of the seafood and the fish because that's what's what's here. And I love that because it really is getting in tune with what's going on in your local food community. Exactly. And, you know, that wouldn't have made sense in Chicago. Absolutely. So it totally makes sense here. Absolutely. I find I'm eating more fruit down here. I mean, it's kind of interesting how your body just adjust, you know what I mean, to a different mm-hmm. environment. So it's going to take some time, you know, for us to completely acclimate. But, yeah, it's it's interesting that I don't feel like I need the same amount of meat. You know what I mean? That seafood and fish tends to hold me over well. So That's really cool. I love yeah. that. And I know that you guys have been probably really enjoying being close to the water. Yes. Yes. That's amazing. Yes. My husband is a huge water person. I'm more of a mountain girl, to be completely mm-hmm. honest. But I've learned to really appreciate and love the water. And we see dolphins. We've gone paddle boarding. I mean, this is where we moved is really a dream if you're outdoorsy in any ways. Because, um, you know, 40% of the land in this area is protected forest. So there's tons oh, wow. of different hiking trails. And it's amazing. It's like every day you could go to literally a different little trail and walk that. And it feels like you're in, I feel like I'm in Minnesota, which is weird. I, you know, I mean, because it's all pines and it's shaded wow. and it's really, I mean, it's, you know, there's sand on the ground. So that feels a little bit different than right. in Minnesota. <laughs> but it just smells amazing. They've got wild rosemary that grows. That's so fragrant. And then these longleaf pines. It's just amazing. And then, of course, you have all the water things like paddle boarding and kayaking and the fishing here. If you like to fish, this place is amazing. And swimming, you know, the thing that's nice about the Gulf, it's so warm. You know, it's like Mm -hmm. the coldest it gets is like 68 or 70 degrees, which is kind of like a good day in Lake Michigan. You know what I mean? Right. I know. um, That's incredible. (laughs) Like from us living in New England, like New Hampshire and Maine, like, wow, that's really warm. Exactly. (laughs) So it's it's really, it's amazing. It really is amazing. Like as you get to go, you know, I know for us, like now that we're on Real Food Road Trip, like we're going all these different places and sometimes we don't really have time to acclimate because it's like a week or two that we're there and uh, some are a lot longer, but you know, a week or two is not enough sometimes to get used to those huge temperature swings and like you know going from the pacific northwest to the southwest and then you know um now to the south it's sort of like whoa um a big change a big big change huge so dry in that southwest oh my goodness yeah 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 my skin was like what is going on i know i know i was in utah (laughs) when was i i was there in june and I was really surprised how dry. I mean, they say it's almost like a desert, even in Utah. So go, and yeah. I didn't. I guess I didn't really know that. So going out there, I was, it was a definite. I was like, Ugh. I felt very dehydrated. It was yeah. just you need to drink tons of water. It's just a completely different, different vibe. So. It so is, and it's like, um, I couldn't believe, actually, Utah surprised me so much. I could not believe how absolutely beautiful it's it was. Stunning. It's it amazing. is stunning. It is amazing. Oh, my gosh. And, like, and cowboys live there, you know what I mean? I and cowgirls, you know what I mean? Like, there are people, they are, like, of the land. I mean, it was beautiful. It's really, it's really something else. When you get out there, really, where the nature and the mountains and the, you know, cannons and, oh, it's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I know. Well, I kind of thought, you know, I was expecting just sort of, like, barren desert. Yeah. You know, I really was. And I'm like, that was so naive. Like, yeah. it was just so stunning and the colors in the land like we did arches um national park and we did canyonlands national park and we did uh bryce and zion i mean there's so many out there um with all these different rock formations and i mean the like 
there's blue mountains because of all the different minerals. Like, it was just stunning. That is unbelievable. Your pictures, by the way, I mean, you are amazing photographer. You are just fabulous. I mean, I'm living vicariously through your travels. Just like, (laughs) this is amazing. And that's, you know, part of the reason why we also moved here. It's actually a lot lower cost of living. And it's going to give us more opportunities to travel. We really want to do that uh-huh. as a family. I think that travel is so important just to open up your so mind, your eyes, seeing so many different just communities and perspectives on life. So we're looking forward to in the summers when it's super brutal hot to get away a little bit and just explore. And, um, yeah, so you, you've definitely I think that's inspired phenomenal. me. Oh, thank you so much. You know, it. It was funny because as a as a food blogger, right? You yeah. know, it's like I was always photographing food and um, and not really landscapes. And then as we started traveling and started doing that, I realized I'm actually like a lot better at photographing nature and landscapes than I am food. And so that was just so funny. Um, but I've really enjoyed that, and and you know, it has been fun to share because I really want to inspire people to to go these different mm-hmm. places and see these things, especially within the U.S. because there's so much to see. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. just things that you wouldn't think. Oh, I want to go there, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I want everybody to kind of be making their their little you know travel list yeah. when they see these things because I mean, we had no idea it was there, mm-hmm. so it's been fun. You know, my favorite quote about travel, I think, is that it's the only thing that you buy that makes you richer. Mm, that's awesome. And I think that's so true. Yes, it's so true. It's so true. Yeah. I yes, love it. it's beautiful. Well, that's beautiful. awesome. I love it. And now, when you were in Utah, were you there for um, an essential oil thing? Yes, I was there with Young Living and got to see the Fun. farms, and it was amazing. It was so beautiful. And, oh, yeah. I love yes. them so yes, much. I know. love my oils. The oils, oh my the, the oils have come in a big handy down here, too, because there are creatures that I've never <laughs> seen before. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Alien life forms. Exactly. And these oils can definitely deter some of those um, creatures. So I'm very yeah. grateful, um, especially when you go, we go on those forest uh, walks and stuff. You know, there are um, ticks down here. They're, they're like golf ticks and Really? Yeah. Um, well, we saw one on Papa Natural. So I've been using, you know, I, I find geranium oil is really, really effective. And um, so anyways, I just love to use them just to have an annoyance-free outdoor experience, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm grateful yeah. to have them because they're such a great, wonderful, natural um, solution. And that's the thing. That's the one issue that I've had since being down here um, is all of a sudden, we'll just be sitting there. This is in the summer, and there is this mosquito truck. It's like, you know, the mosquito control truck that comes. Oh, no, and the sprayer. And the whole area. Now, I have never seen this in my whole oh entire my life. Gosh. I guess if you live in the south, this is, like, commonplace or that it can't. Well, I grew up in Dallas, so I'd seen it, like, a little bit, but yeah. it was kind of like, they didn't do it a lot during my childhood. It was sort of like a, a later thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, oh it's my scary. So it's like once a week. Now, luckily, the closer you live to the water, it tends to be less, you know, because the mosquitoes aren't as much near, like the Gulf. Yeah, because the wind and stuff, exactly, right? Exactly. Yeah. But if you live up north around here, they go like every couple of days. Wow. So it's scary. So that's one thing. And then also, where we're renting right now, it is closer to the water, so we only get that mosquito truck once a week. But they spray everyone here has lawns where we live because um, it's like mm-hmm. this community. And they're trying to, and I, I just feel like saying, you know what? 
grass, like, you know, Midwestern grass, you're not going to have here. You know what I mean? Like, you're mm. not going to have a pretty New England, you know, front yard. Like, no. it's just not compatible to this environment. But Embrace the beach. Exactly. You know, I'm like, your, your soil is sand, people. You know, there's a lot of natural things you can, you know, have as topsoil, you know, or whatever, covering instead. But anyways, these people like their lawns, you know, and it does look pretty, of course, you know, but it comes at a cost. And it's a lot of different pesticides, herbicides. I don't even know what it is, frankly. It's like a concoction mm-hmm. of chemicals. And so those two components I'm not a big fan of down here. Like that has been very challenging. So I have found like a small, crunchy, you know, group here. And we're going to start petitioning and working to – because there are um, less toxic, you know, uh, chemicals that you can use. They're still chemicals, but at least they're inert. I mean, some of the stuff they're using are like neurotoxins. Oh my so gosh. anyways, you can find ones that in, in some states, they actually use this instead. It's, you know, in Europe, they only use, of course, the more gentle chemicals and stuff. So I'm trying to, we're trying to make some changes down here. Um, but that's been, you know, hard. And, you know, where we're looking to, if we do end up staying here, is looking in an area where they support indigenous grasses and things and so you don't get all mm-hmm. that spraying you know what i mean of the grasses and the lawn care and stuff like that um and it'd be closer to the water again so you wouldn't get the mosquito trucks as much but it's just amazing to me that like you can tell it's toxic i mean it's a white you know smoke cloud coming through the atmosphere and it's like do people make the connection and i know mosquitoes are I not know. fun don't get me wrong but right. can we use something else and in fact there's a friend, you know, that I've met down here, and she petitioned her son's local school here. It's a private school, and now they use a blend of rosemary and wintergreen. Um, oh, wow. And it's actually, quote-unquote, industrial strength. It works through the misting systems that they use for mosquito control, and that is what they use now. And because of this one woman, I'm like, you have made a significant That's pack. amazing. Isn't that awesome? So, yeah. So there is hope, but it's just, you know, it's a little bit... Um, I don't know. It's just interesting. So that's something I'm trying to work on down here. Well, you know, it's amazing because, like you said, do people make that connection? And, you know, when we moved from Dallas to uh, Connecticut, we were right outside Hartford, and we were um, renting a house. We knew we'd only be there for about a year, year and a half, and we were renting a house in a little old neighborhood, really cute little area. Um, And we didn't realize, you know, the upkeep that they were putting into their lawns because one day I looked out, you know, we both were working from home and we look out the window and it was like this team just descended on Mm -hmm. the neighborhood and they were like actually in these little rideable almost like four wheelers or something that they were just like going from lawn to lawn to lawn. Like they had arranged contracts with all these different people Mm -hmm. um, and were just shooting things out of these sprayers everywhere. And I was horrified, you know, I'm like, what are you doing? Yes. It's really something else. And especially like the guy that comes to do our lawn, I'm working right now with our, owner you know because we were renting like i said um to there's a there's a company down here it's like the organic guys or something silly Mm -hmm. like that but anyways they do organic lawn care okay so i'm trying to convince the owner of this place to switch to that um but anyways the guy that has come to our house to spray i talked to him about i'm like okay what are you using can you try something this you know i've tried to work with him but he literally does this work with no mask no gloves and i'm just like dude Give your liver a break, you know, for the uh, like, so put a mask on. If this is your profession right. because you need to make it your profession, at least take some preventative care here, you know. Yeah. So I don't That's know. I guess we saw too, like he was out there with nothing and oh. you know, Matt went out there. I wasn't even gonna go out. Matt went out and he was just like 
do not get that on our lawn. Like, even though we were renting, like, they didn't have a contract. We were doing all the lawn care. And it was like, do not get that on our lawn. Do not come over here. And do you, by the way, do you know what you're saying? And he was like, oh, it's just whatever, you know. And he said, do you have a package there? Do you have a package? Uh, And he did in the back of his truck. And he looked at it, and he was showing him, like, the warnings right on the thing. And it was like, don't use without mask and goggles and, like, full body, whatever. And this guy's in shorts and a T-shirt. Wow. Right? And he's supposed to be, like, in a hazmat suit. Oh, Um, my goodness. (laughs) And it was so scary. I'm like, oh. You know, and that's the one thing with traveling. um, Like, as we go to different, you know, because we're in a big motorhome. So as we go to different resorts, like, you know, the spot that we're in, some of these places, you know, they're beautifully, like, landscape. There's tons of nature for us to go and walk and whatever, but there are a lot of places that they'll come around, and they're actually spraying around our spot with, like, weed killer. Mm, 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 and, um, mm, mm. you know, since I work from home, I'm, like, running out. I'm like, nope, don't do our spot. Yeah. Like, thank you, no. Yeah. Um, we'll only be here for a couple of weeks, so if you want to come back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> later, that's your business, but right now, like, do not, because it's not only us. We have our little dogs. Oh, and, man. Yeah, that's yeah. really hard, because they're right in the, they're right in there right sniffing there. it up. Yeah. Yeah, and they're chihuahuas, so they're, like, really low oh, to the ground. Oh, man. Yeah. 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 Not good. So we usually catch them and say, you know, please don't. And they're usually very open about it. Like, okay, fine. Um, and we do put up, like, a little fence out there. Like, we have all our little outdoor yard set up. But, um, you know, I have to kind of catch them and just be like, no, because so many people are just not educated about that yeah. at all. Yes. yes. Yeah. I know. I know. We were in Palm Springs, and... um they were having some fire ant issues. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, that's one thing that you just don't want to deal with because, like, ouch. Those hurt, yes. <laughs> they hurt yeah. big time. And, uh, you know, I didn't want them getting inside. Um, and, you know, because they're really hard to get rid of. And so, anyway, like, I was checking in or whatever, and she was telling me there's fire ants and we can come treat the area with chemicals. And I said, no, please don't. So I have my essential oil. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, there's an oil for that. Yeah, there is an oil for that. Peppermint yes. actually is really yes. amazing at keeping away all kinds of pests. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah. I love my peppermint. So, yeah. I know. So I made a spray. I diluted it. I sprayed it all around. I went all around, like, our wheel wells and, like, any place that, you know, they could kind of get in. And can I tell you, we did not have a single ant. Not oh. once. So awesome. Not once. So awesome. It was amazing. Yeah. I love peppermint. Yeah. Yeah. Palm Springs awesome. is kind of amazing because talking about, like, not really <laughs> embracing the beach, embracing the sand, like, you go and um, it's like this oasis in the middle of the desert. And mm-hmm. I don't know how many sprinkler systems exist in that area, but it's amazing mm-hmm. how green. Like, you'll be in this, like, mountain, sandy, whatever, and then you drive out of that and it's just all of a sudden it's just green, green, green and golf courses and mm-hmm. this and that. I mean, it was, like kind of crazy yeah i like palm strings a lot i went there when i was a kid so speaking of kids like tell me more because i've been i've been watching your natural childbirth class i want to know more about sure. it because you know i don't know if if we've talked about this but i used to be a doula oh so I, was, I love yeah. doulas yeah so yes. i was a massage therapist and i i started focusing on prenatal massage and um and then i became a doula and of course now i do a lot of prenatal uh, preconception nutrition with my clients. Yeah. And so like really hugely supportive yes. of what you're doing. Yes. Thank awesome. you. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, when I was, it was something that we really, the reason why we created it 
in a lot of ways is because when I was pregnant, I wish something like that existed because mm-hmm. it's online. It's an eight-week course. People can take it at their own pace. It's oh, cool. designed for the mama and the papa, so it's not just, you know, um, it, it's balanced, I feel like, in that way so that both partners can watch it, you know, and even if, you know, it could be – it just it hits both people basically. Where I felt like sometimes the other classes we went to it was just so much for the woman. So I, I we definitely incorporated that, and it really takes you through. And it's really about being proactive. That you know, I think in unfortunately the United States, so many moms rely on different interventions because we have a very medical and Western perspective of birth. You know, yeah. you know it's a natural biological process. It's completely ordinary, even though it's absolutely miraculous. And somehow we've made it like it's like something, a, a condition that has to be treated, you know. Right. And um, I know lots of my friends from high school and stuff, they're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to try to see if I can go natural. And Uh-oh. that just doesn't work. Like you really have to work yeah. against the system. So this class yeah. will really teach you how to do that. It will empower you. It will educate you. And it really meets the mom wherever she's at. You know, some moms want to have some interventions. You know, it's not all, all it doesn't have to be all or nothing either. You know, you've got to find out what works for you. But it's going to teach you the consequences of whatever the choices are. Um, mm-hmm. And it's also going to show you that, you know, in 10 to 15 percent of births, we do need, you know, cesareans. We need we need a medical medical intervention sometimes. Thank God we have them. I myself am a C-section baby. You know, Me too. my mom would have probably died. I don't know if I would have made it if it wasn't for C-sections. Right. Um, but I know personally, like I have had digestive issues pretty much my whole life, you know, so there can mm-hmm. be consequences, right? Because we don't right. get that same benefit of swallowing the mom's bacteria as we're coming down the birth canal. So there's mm-hmm. ways you can redeem it. And that's always what I'm trying to be about. I don't, I'm not here to, you know, say this is right or good or bad. Right. It's, just, it's not mama guilt. Exactly. It's like we're all doing as best as we can. I mean, I was mm-hmm. mama natural, quote unquote, and I had two drops, you know, Pitocin at the very end of my first birth. It did not go mm-hmm. the way I wanted it to at all. So, Which is why you do this, exactly. right? Yeah. You know, totally. that's why I wanted to do this is just like, here's what I learned and here's some of the things that can help work again, you know, help prevent these things from happening to the best of our ability, you know, but there are ways to redeem cesareans. You can make them, we have a whole blog post about that gentle cesareans where you can inoculate your baby with your um, good bacteria and stuff like that. So there's just so many ways we can partner with science and we can partner with technology when we need to, you know, and, um, but also for most births, it's not, we don't need to, it is not necessary. And I think a lot, I don't think mom's, really believe that you know what I mean because yeah. um, over 80% of women have some kind of intervention and it really should be that's more wild. like 10 or 15% so that's my that's blowing. what I'm trying to you know help work those numbers down you know and so it's interactive we have a private Facebook group for moms that go through our class and dads oh, that cool. they want to be part of it so we do you know we chat in there and kind of answer questions because things come up you know when moms are pregnant and they're concerned or they're worried about this or you know, maybe they just had their baby and they've got questions about breastfeeding. But, yeah, it really covers the whole course of pregnancy from diet to exercises. I am huge into getting your pelvis balanced and aligned. Mm-hmm. I was so much more disciplined with my exercises for my pelvic floor and everything with Paloma, and her birth was miraculous compared to my first one. Um, wow. So we teach them these exercises and 
all the way to, you know, obviously through the whole birth process and then postpartum. And we have a whole session on breastfeeding and we've got special um, modules on VBACs. And that's another thing. VBACs, I mean, the odds are with you to have a successful yeah. VBAC, but you would not believe that. I mean, that's not how the doctors right. position it, right? They position it like right. it's this really risky thing when, in mm-hmm. fact, there are more risks to having, a, a you know, another cesarean. So, Anyways, we're trying to just to break through a lot of that, and it's it's a wonderful. I really have enjoyed doing this class. I partnered with a, a doula. She's also a midwife in training, and she's a placenta encapsulator and a breastfeeding counselor. And she's like, oh, awesome. yeah. So she's an awesome resource. So we partnered together to do this class. So it's fun. Awesome. And you know, the greatest part, though, frankly, is just seeing the stories, seeing the birth, seeing the pictures of the baby with the mom. You know, just, oh, and no matter how the birth unfolds, because every birth is a mystery, that mom feels like she did the best she could and she was empowered and that she owned the just choices that she made throughout her birth. And that's yes. what it's about, you know, so that you that's don't so feel like about. you're just a victim to this happening or that happening, you know. Right, because even if you need that intervention, like you have the knowledge, like you said, you're exactly. empowered. Exactly. You're going into it with your eyes open because exactly. I know that you said like a lot of people were like, oh, I'm going to try to have a natural birth. It's like. Honey, we don't just fall into no, that. No, 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 no. Unfortunately, <laughs> you know, it's such an intuitive, you know, such a primal thing, right? Giving birth. Right. You think it should be easy, just like breastfeeding. Just pop the baby on the boob and, you know, let nature take its course. Right. It's, it doesn't go that it way. It is not. Often. It no. is such a challenge. That's why, you know, back in the day, there was communities of women who would support exactly. each other through birth, who had walked through that journey. That's why I'm such an advocate for doulas. I mean, you need mm-hmm. a woman that is with you, that's got your back, who has gone through the birthing process, who is going to just guide you. I think that doulas are just indispensable. I think it's really your greatest tool in a natural birth if you have a good doula. It's so important because, you know, honestly, like somebody that's advocating on your behalf yes. when you're not really able to do it yourself, mm-hmm. you know, you're you're busy giving birth yeah. and your husband is busy supporting you, your partner's busy supporting you. And, you know, you really need somebody that is your consistent voice because honestly, you're going to have nurses in and out. You're going to have doctors in and out. It doesn't really matter where you're yes. birthing, whether it's in a hospital or in a birthing center or whatever people aren't maybe going to be with you that whole time like a doula would be and somebody that knows you and knows your family and what you want and you know what you're coming to the table with it's just so helpful it is so so true and that was something that was surprising to me with my first birth is how little really the midwife is with you I mean Mm -hmm. she does amazing work and I absolutely love the midwifery care but you know she's basically at least in my experience it's like from transition on you know what I mean and Mm -hmm. like even then she would might have to leave if she you know the night I gave birth to, to Griffin and there was thir- she had 13 pages. Whoa. So she was constantly gone. I mean, in and out. In, in and, and out. In and, and out. out. She's like, somebody yeah. help me, you know. Um, so, yeah, your doula is with you from active labor on. So she's she can be with you for, like, over 24 hours. I mean, it's crazy, know. you know. Hopefully your birth doesn't last that long. And that's the other thing. I love giving <laughs> tips and tricks that might help shorten labor and make mm-hmm. it more manageable, mm-hmm. less uncomfortable, you know, stuff like right. that. So. Well, and honestly, like just having the information about what natural birth is like, yes. and I don't mean natural as an unmedicated, but I mean the the process yes. that unfolds during birth, just knowing what that's about 
is so comforting yes. that so many women, like a lot of times are stalled in their labor because of fear. Yes, absolutely. What's the sensation? Absolutely. Is that right? Is something going wrong? Yes. Am I worried? You know, and it's like, if they just knew like, okay, this is what it's going to be like and seeing other births and action and other, you know, parents telling stories. Cause I think a lot of times moms, after the baby's here, they forget maybe a lot of details or they don't share it with their girlfriends or yes. there's certain things that you don't want to share. Totally. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Like pooping on the delivery yeah. table. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or like, you know, a lot of people don't talk about, um, you know, delivering the placenta. A lot of people don't talk about, you know, postpartum. Yeah. Or like that you're going to bleed for like six weeks. So you have no, I mean, no one told me that, yeah. you know what I mean? That you're going to have the worst period of your life postpartum, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. There's tons of stuff. It was really humbling actually. Like when I finally, you know, I was the late bloomer with my friends, you know, I got married late. I had babies late. And, uh, you know, so by the time I was pregnant, my friends, you know, been there, done that. And, um, I was just amazed how I really didn't know their birth stories and how sad that was. You know what I mean? It wasn't until I got pregnant that I really was like, okay, so tell me, you know, and then just hearing their stories. And um, it's like we don't talk about it enough. And that's really sad because it makes it just like we don't see enough of breastfeeding. I remember when I was a kid, my mom had this friend and she had a baby later in life and she would nurse, she nursed this child literally probably till he was four or five. I'm, I'm not exaggerating. Okay. So I remember vividly and she would just nurse freely in front of me. I still remember that to this day. And it stuck wow. with me like, okay, it's normal. Like it's okay to nurse. You know what I mean? Like I'm at a nurse, my mom breastfed, I'm going to breastfed. I saw this woman breastfeeding. So mm-hmm. the more we can bring it out into the light and be talking about it, the more normal it's going to be and the more we can, right. you know, accept it into, you know, our system basically. So. Yeah. Cause there's been this weird taboo around that. Yeah. And it's, I don't understand that really yeah. because it is so extremely normal. Yes. Um, it's so extremely what we're supposed to do. And it obviously, you know, irreplaceably beneficial. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, there, there are these taboos and, and I know that I still hear, you know, stories from moms about, you know, breastfeeding in public and all this stuff. Yeah. And it's just like, we, we've got to normalize it. You know, Absolutely. we've got to get it out there and, and get people educated about really what their options are and how to do this and how to make it work. And really, I mean, I love that you address that because, you know, there are so many things that can be simple yes. remedies when breastfeeding isn't going right. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. We actually have a blogger friend and he's like, you say the word vaginal a lot. (laughs) He's like an empowerment. So we were laughing. I'm like, vaginal empowerment. I mean, I know, know, but it was uncomfortable for him because, you know, it is different. You know what I mean? It's things that we don't talk about very often, but it was just funny. I thought that was funny. Like that perfectly wraps up my life right there. (laughs) There it is. Vaginal empowerment. You named the class, right? Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) That's hysterical. I love it. And now you guys are also doing some donation, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So 10% of all profits go to Mother Love, which is a um, midwifery clinic out in Uganda. This woman who who runs it, she is amazing. She goes to like the most desperate places in the world, really, and starts up these clinics, and it helps to pay for these births, you know. And the thing is so cool is like these moms have safe, natural births, and then some of them do some work for the clinic as a way to kind of compensate, quote unquote, for their birth. You know what I mean? So oh, wow. Yeah. So they're able to get all their services for free. And in exchange, they'll do some things like they make bracelets and they make, you know, different um, items and stuff like that that then goes back to supporting the clinic. So it's a really a beautiful, like, symbiotic relationship. And 
Yeah, I mean, my goal is, like, if you earn a certain amount of money, you can actually build another clinic for her. I'm like, wouldn't that Whoa. be amazing? Like, oh. That would be. So, um, yeah. I think it's, like, 35000 or 25000 So that's my goal. I'm like, okay, we can do it. Um, you know, my two That's awesome. amazing. Yeah, so she's she's awesome. I love that. Yeah. I think that's a fantastic goal. Yeah. You know, we're, we've got our class out, and, and, and giving back was definitely something that we uh, felt very strongly about as well. Yeah. And it's like, let's just see, like, what we can, what change we can affect, Absolutely. you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's get it out there. I know we were at church last week, and this guy was talking about this man who was in this community where there was a very, very low percentage of people that would even graduate um, high school, let alone go to college. And so he had to give this, like, commencement speech to these kids that were, like, in, I think in sixth grade or seventh grade. And he's like, well, what am I going to even say? I mean, if they're not even moving forward, you know, and, and getting the further education. So anyways, he decided, he's like, I'm going to say that and he was a very wealthy individual, that I'm going to, for, if any of them go to college, like, and graduate high school and want to go to college, I will pay for their tuition. So Whoa. that year, 30 kids. Now, listen, they normally had one kid that would make it to college, you know, statistic-wise. 30 kids ended up graduating high school, and he ended up paying for 30 kids tuition i know i'm like man this guy had some money but anyway wow. that's what money can do i mean a lot of blessing into yeah. the world so then now it's this huge foundation and you know he's sent i think thousands of kids to school and it's really awesome but i mean like that is such an awesome opportunity because you know again they're they you know get self-esteem by graduating by studying by you know what i mean mm. they're getting that achievement themselves so they get all the kudos of that and then they get to go on to go to college which just opens up a lot of opportunities so, anyways, I just I get so inspired by some of those stories and just ways that we can make a difference. Yeah, and sometimes it doesn't take. I mean, not all of us have to pay for college tuition. It yeah. doesn't take a lot. Exactly. Yeah. Any amount of giving like yeah. really makes a massive difference. It's really about the energy and the intention behind it. Yes, and it's you know time, yeah. talent, treasure. So some of us have talents that are amazing that we can donate and give to people. Some of us have the blessing of treasure that we can give to people, and some of us have the gift of time. You know that we can support different causes and you know give the gift of time. And so it doesn't like you said it doesn't have to always be financial there's so many ways that we can give i love that yeah. time treasure or talent. talent yes yeah i love that um because it's so true we can find some way yes absolutely yeah. absolutely that's beautiful yeah. and i was also seeing that one of your um uh, one of your packages or one of your levels of courses um includes some affirmations yes i love oh. affirmations i love yes. love love affirmations and i have to tell you like the first time around I, I'm not going to say what brand, what company it was, but I bought a program that was very much affirmation and kind of, you know, the mental perspective base. Um, mm-hmm. And it just didn't resonate with me. I don't know. I felt like I needed more of like the full package, the physical, emotional, spiritual, you know what I mean? And it seemed like it mm-hmm. focused more just on the mind. So anyways, but I do know that with my second birth, it was absolutely huge. I listened to this MP3 called Childbirth and the Glory. And when I first started listening to this, I'm like, it it didn't completely resonate with me. Like it was a little bit, I don't know, off for like my personal style or whatever. But I was just so in the zone of giving birth. And like after listening to it for a little while, it didn't, I was like getting into it. And I mean, literally my contractions, I was like with this Holy Spirit. I mean, it was just so, it was like a spiritual experience. It was so beautiful and there are pictures of me and my, my husband says he's like i will never forget he's like you're in the back seat in transition eating a banana and you've got your earbuds in he's like i could not take those earbuds out of your ears <laughs> and then i was in the hospital and like i got in there because i went to a birthing center in a hospital 
Um, and so I got in there. I got in there. When I came to the hospital, I was fully dilated plus two. Okay. So they're mm-hmm. like, emergency. So I was like on this like, you know, <laughs> silver gurney or whatever. And flying through the back, hospital. <laughs> I'm in the robe, you know, and I've got, again, the buds in. I was like, just like, I'm in the zone, you know. Yeah. And anyway, so then finally when I got to the pushing stage, I'm like, okay, I should take these out and like get, you know. But it was such a beautiful tool. And so like I want wow. to create something like this that's a little bit more modern. I, we created two versions. One is for secular audiences or people that, you know, just want something a little bit more um, you know, b- more of like a universe or higher good perspective. And then mm-hmm. we have another one that's scripturally based and we use some different scriptures and stuff like that. So two different varieties. But again, I partnered with my friend who I wrote them and stuff like that. And we kind of partnered together and she arranges music and she has a beautiful voice. So I love the affirmations. So yeah, we created these and we actually sell them separately for moms that just want you know, the affirmations. But I find listening to those, you know, I read, um, a book called Supernatural Childbirth, and I prayed over my belly. Like, I love how she had this prayer, and she'd break, uh, she would, like, talk about every single part of the child, from the eyes to the disposition to the sleep to the this to the that. Oh, it wow. was really cool. She was just, like, blanketing your child in prayer, and she makes it very easy for you to do that because it was just kind of all written out, and, you know, then I would kind of ad lib or make it my own. But um, any of those tools, I think, you know, the more you can bring yourself to it emotionally, spiritually, mentally, physically, the better your birth is going to be. Yes. It's a, again, it's that mindset. It it's is. the intention. It's yes. like putting yourself in that space. And I think we've seen like across all areas of health, how powerful, you know, affirmations or meditations or, you know, whatever visualizations, yes. whatever you want to call yes. it. Cause some people get hung up on meditation and they think it has to be like a certain thing. And it's, you know, it's not we're sitting in the lotus position saying, oh, you know, it's really like <laughs> it's really this guided visualization Absolutely. or focusing on saying it. Yeah. And doing the, you know, progressive relaxation, doing the deep breathing. Yeah. Doing, there's so many different things. But for stress relief and, and um, you know, even uh, I think it decreasing your blood pressure and yeah. like all these things. Yeah over and over been proven to be beneficial. Yeah. It's like creating yeah. an internal happy space. You know what I mean? So yes. You can live in your own skin. You've got a place you can retreat to. The more you practice doing that, the more you're able to do that. I remember in my early 20s, I was a wreck. I always was looking externally. Can somebody help me? Can somebody fix me? Because, you know, and it's right. like that is actually a very poor person. You know what I'm saying? And body, mind, and spirit. It's like you need to learn to develop this inner space that you can retreat to, that you can connect to your source, that you can find comfort, and that you can just be at peace. And um, Mm -hmm. that's what all these tools help you build that, you know, and build that connection and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Looking within. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And and visualizing outcome of where you want to be. You know, in in our practice, we teach on the essential elements of whole health. And one of our elements is thoughts and emotions. So we talk a lot about, you know, your thought patterns and are you stuck in thought patterns that are like affecting your health and, and what are your emotions showing you and do you have blocked emotions and how to clear those. And, you know, one of the tools that we use is, are these affirmations and this like kind of guided visualization because how do you know where you really want to go? You know, if we're going to picture your ideal day or your ideal life or, or something that you'd like to happen for you, mm-hmm. some health change that you'd like to have or, or this natural birth, how are you going to know where you want to go if, if you don't know where that is? Like, how exactly. are you going to get there? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then it brings up, if you start focusing on that and, 
and kind of imagining that and saying affirmations for that, and then you notice these this resistance inside, it's such an opportunity to unpack and be like, okay, what's going on here? And getting right. underneath it, like, why is there resistance? Am I afraid of being successful? Am I afraid of, you know, I remember for myself, like, I did get married later, and I was scared of being vulnerable and scared of being hurt. And when you open yourself up to love, you also open yourself up to hurt. And it's, so I got to look at that. It's like, okay, well, I'm going to make the decision because, I'm willing to take that risk. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want the benefit of love. I want the gift of love that God has all around me. And I want to be in a relationship and I'm willing to take that risk that I could get hurt because, but to me, it was becoming more painful not to be in a relationship. You know what I mean? So you can work right. through those things and see where you have resistance. And that's so huge because yeah. I think so many people don't realize how that is affecting their life, how it is affecting their health. Yeah. You know, there's, so many ways that that has impact and, and holding us back. And I think that it really is about getting in there and just being connected with yourself and yeah. just being mindful yeah. um, to just go in and go, like you said, where you feel that resistance and just ask it, you know, what are you? Yeah. What is this? Yeah. You know, what are you trying to tell me? Yeah. And it's, um, and it's and a it's, process, you know, it's, it can, oh, it yeah. can be, you know, it's like that's our life's work, I think, is always right. to be growing and healing and looking at areas and the more awake we are to those things you know the better you know Mike and I always talk about because we work together you know like you and your husband Matt it's like right you're with each other 24 <laughs> 7 you know and sometimes it's like we call it the crab you know it's like why do we have the crab you know sometimes you can just get in the crab you know yeah and it's like shake the crab off you know what I mean it can be almost <laughs> like just this groove you can fall into and what's really underneath it you know is it just wanting sometimes for me what I find is like I just need some space and so yeah. it's a way to block intimacy right because I'm just like I need mm -hmm. some downtime by myself and that's really the real root issue so then it's just a great reminder like okay I'm going to take some time tonight to do that or whatever go for try to get some time today if I can um, but yeah just being aware you know and just it's nice to have a partner where you can grow together you know not everyone yes. always has it all the time or sometimes one of you is growing more than the other but if you can communicate and just I think, too, like sense of humor. We'll just laugh. We're like, okay, there's, we got the crab today. I love you know? that you call it the crab. Like, we'll usually say the funk or I yeah. usually say I'm just being fussy or cranky exactly. or whatever. Right yeah. Now. We know to call it out on each other. Yeah. Like, hey, like, what's up? Exactly. You know, you're not, you're not acting like you. What's up? Exactly. Instead <laughs> of attacking, you know, instead of attacking. Oh, yeah. 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 Because otherwise it becomes a fight, right? Exactly. You know, and it's like, exactly. or we'll notice like somebody's like, wah, 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 you know, yeah. and then it's like, hey, wait a minute. Like that was totally unwarranted for whatever we were just talking about. Yeah. And then you, you had to stop and go like, oh yeah, like there's something else like deeper. And it usually is that unmet need of like, I need space to myself yeah. or, I, you know, I'm trying to unpack some complicated emotion or, you know, I saw something on social media that totally provoked me and like, yeah. I've been thinking about it all day, but. Now you ask me about washing a dish and I bite your head off, you know, yeah. something like that. Yeah. And I think is, you know, yeah, definitely, especially in the world we live in today, I think all of us have too much on our plate probably. Mm -hmm. And that also a lot of times for me is like, I feel like I'm drowning, you know, yeah. and so just yeah. take it in the back. What can I take off my list? What are the most important things? My faith, my family, my marriage, and just keeping it simple. Yeah, totally, yeah. totally. And, you know, I mean, it, we've um, we've had a few opportunities to practice this as as we're in 400 square feet. Oh, my goodness. And, <laughs> I can't even imagine. Yes. You know, it's actually been kind of a dream. I mean, yeah. honestly, you know, we went from 3,000 square feet in the whole farm yeah. 
down to 400 square feet. And a lot of it, yeah, I mean, we do get out, you know, wherever we are. We go out exploring and whatever. But we're not out all day because we're working, you yeah. know. I mean, the, the blog and everything. So we're working and we're and consulting with clients and all of this. So, you know, and, and Matt does some software development. So, I mean, we're within feet of each other. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and then the two little dogs, you know, of course, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. pretty much just sleep all day, right? Yeah. What a life! The dog's have. life, yes, totally. But um, you know, it is uh, like our floor plan uh, was really important to us because we do have separate space where, you know, somebody needed to just go lay down on the bed for a bit or whatever. Like they could close off a room. Mm-hmm. So that was really helpful. But we definitely had those the opportunity to practice that, and it's had us grow a lot closer. Mm-hmm. It's really important to have that discussion and. And be open to, like, what's really going on. What's the motivation? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I totally identify with you. Like, when you're overwhelmed or overscheduled or something like that, you feel like you're not measuring up. I feel like with social media, like, so many of us look at, like, what everybody else is doing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, of course, we sometimes forget that, like, it's people's best version of themselves on social media. And, you know, it's us at our worst day, right? And we're trying to compare the two. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it gets like, oh, no, like, why am I so behind? Like, everybody else has it together and yes. I need to be posting or I need to be doing this or this re- obligation. And it weighs on you. Yes, it does. Yeah. yeah. So it's good to have somebody else to kind of go like, what's up? Yes, exactly. Are you all right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And if there's not somebody there that, that's supportive, that a friend, a spouse, whatever, um, that is something like through the affirmations, through that unpacking of the emotions that we can do for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And honestly, I mean, not to mention it again, but essential oils yeah. really help me with my emotions. Yes. Yeah. They're so great for emotional yeah. support. Which ones do you like uh, in particular? I'm just curious. You know, Valor, yes. I love. I yes. absolutely love yes. Valor. Um, you know, Inner Child oh. and Joy. Inner Child is like my favorite. Inner Child is great. Wonderful. Right? The orange in that. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, Sarah is okay. really good for, like, some deep-seated yeah. uh, emotions, especially, like, in, in a history of um, trauma. Yes. So that yeah. one's really good. Have you ever uh, tried yeah, Release? So have you tried Release? Yes, I have the feelings kit. Yes, I love it. And I love it. Yes. It's yeah, got a little bit of spearmint in it or something. The spearmint mm-hmm. in me. Oh, it's such a good combination. I really love release. And I yeah. find the citrus oils, even citrus fresh, lemon, grapefruit, they're so uplifting for me. I, yes. and especially with my kids, those are safe oils. I'll put on the diffuser and they just mm-hmm. put us in a good mood and just love them. Lemon yeah. for everything. Yes. Yeah, I know. I'll put a little bit over my liver when yeah. I'm kind of cranky, or I'll do like I put it in my laundry. Like I do all my cleaning with lemon. I'll diffuse lemon or citrus fresh or one of those, and it really does, like you said, it just lifts the mood of the house. Yes, I know. Yeah. Lemon is kind of my lavender. I don't use right. People always use lavender. I'm like lemon is more my thing for some. I love them both, but um, I I think I go with lemon probably more too. Yeah, yeah. For all my little ouchies and scrapes and stuff, like I'll put on the soothing lavender. Yeah. You know, because oh, yes. it's so skin-soothing. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. definitely. People come um, down here. We got to go and just look at all the, you know, play with the oils. I was. I know, right? <laughs> you know, I was looking the other day. I've actually been using uh, Young Loving Essential Oils since uh, 1998. Oh, my word. You were yeah. really a doctor. 
Well, I was a massage therapist, so that was like our go-to, you know, brand. It's such a great quality, and what I love is all the education that they have. Like, it's really easy to go and find, like, okay, I need an oil for this. Like, what do I need? And there's lots and lots of resources within Young Living to find that. Yes. Um, And I love that. Yes. Yeah, and the blends, I think, were so much more comprehensive than – other, I mean, there's other essential oils out there yeah. that are great quality, but I find that, like, for Young Living, like, the, they have a lot of different blends for a lot of different things. And, like, as a massage therapist, as a practitioner, like, working with emotions and working with, like, supporting the body and supporting wellness, like, those blends are super helpful. Yeah, they're powerful. Yeah. It's like the synergy of all the different oils together, yeah. Right, and I love how they have, like, the published, um, the frequency of the oils, like the megahertz of the oils. Yeah. Um, Because when you're doing energy work or emotional work or whatever, that's really important to, like, raise that frequency, raise that vibration. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So just all around cool. But, you know, I was laughing with somebody the other day about how we use essential oils, like, in every facet of our life like it's always diffusing or we're cleaning or you know brushing our teeth or we're putting on homemade deodorant or we're using lotion or it's in our soap or yeah yeah i know i use my oils daily i'm like i need to do a video about how i use my oils daily yeah just to show because i think you know several years ago i was not in this place i'm like well what do you use that for i just put a couple you know maybe i don't know i just wouldn't know how to do that and um, yeah, I just, I use them daily in lots of different ways. And I think the ways I use them probably the most is like body care from deodorant mm-hmm. to just rubbing all on my body to just face cream, deodorant, you know, all those types of things. Um, I love frankincense. And face <sighs> yes. Cream. Yes. Yeah. I love doing the neck, the whole, oh, just, it's wonderful. So no more turkey neck. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's so amazing. Yeah. And, you know, it's so supportive because it works on so many different levels. Like we were talking about with that frequency. So boosting your mood, supporting wellness, like it's just amazing because rarely do you find things that work on, on those levels yeah. that smell great and that feel great. And, you know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like they say, it's like, I think it's in 20 minutes like that oil that you've applied has reached every cell in your body yeah so is that yeah especially if you put it on the bottom of your feet yeah. um we used to do and and again this was like 15 years ago but um we used to do this thing where we would um put the oils uh corresponding to reflexology points on the feet yeah. so we would use different oils on those spots and especially uh certain oils like peppermint and things like that mm-hmm. people would actually be able to taste within a few minutes that's amazing just by putting it on the bottom of their feet yes. that is yeah. amazing maybe it's less than maybe it's two minutes yeah I'm, I'm getting confused i gotta go through my notes but um yeah it's just amazing how they can affect every cell it's just wow yes. wow wow so i know yeah. and you know when you really get into i mean a lot of people just kind of think oh they just smell nice or whatever but when you really get into their research and how our sense of smell affects, you know, our limbic system, yeah. and that's where our emotions are stored. And, I mean, when you really start realizing the science of how it works, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Now I see how this could, you know, help balance my body and support my wellness and, like, all these things because it's working on those levels. Like, it's not just a pretty smell. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and you can tell, I mean, 
some of the oils we have don't smell so pretty, but that's actually a good right. sign. I'm like, that's good, you know, because yeah. I don't want a fragrant oil. You know what I mean? Yeah. You want, you know, of course we have some that smell amazing, but you want it to be pure and not fragranced. Right. Yes. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much. Like I said, I know we could talk forever. I know. About yeah. food and oils and everything else. I know. Healing. Yes. So I look forward to seeing I you in Florida. I see it's you gonna in be a blast. person. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. I feel like we will have been all around the globe by the time I'm, you basically will. I know. So, all right. Girl. All right. Well, well, thanks so much for being oh, here. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much, Amy. Take care. Okay. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Thanks so much for joining us today. And please remember to leave us an iTunes review. Also, head over to our website at realfoodwholehealth.com and enter your email to receive free goodies, discounts, updates, and more. See you next time on the Real Food Whole Health Podcast.